Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Dreaming of a better sleep? Tossing and turning is not your destiny. And Ollie is here to help. Ollie invites you to sink into sweet, sweet slumber to improve your mental and physical health and overall wellness. More than just melatonin, Ollie's ingredients help you unwind your mind for a delightfully dreamy drift off. Sleep is on the way at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Late Night Drive. I'm your... I still feel really cheesy saying driver, like I, but I feel like I should, you know? Like I'm your driver today, Ellie. <laughs> but I actually think that sounds so fucking stupid, so maybe not. But I'm your host, Ellie, and my name is Ellie Schnitt. If you're new here, welcome. If you're not, welcome back. I hope that you had a great week this week, but if you didn't, then you're in the right place. Let's talk about it. We're going to have a a fun today. I feel like last episode was like, maybe not super fun. Important, but maybe not as fun. And today I definitely have a little bit more fun to talk about. But before I even get into any of that, let's do a weekend update, except it's not a weekend update. It's like a right now update because I was going to wait and record this, like wait another day before I recorded this. But I'm so annoyed right now that I just, (laughs) I thought, you know what? Why don't I hop on the mic and talk about it? So yeah, I'm fucking so annoyed with this man. Frankly, I'm so over him that it's not even really worth going into this. But at the same time, I just, okay. So you know, last time I was talking about how like we don't see each other a lot because he works so much and I was going to communicate with him, blah, 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 whatever. So like, great idea. Great. (laughs) Like that would be the ideal way that things would go, right? But naturally, that's never the way it's going to go for me, right? He, this motherfucker, okay, I've not seen him in literally a month. Okay, not literally a month. But when this episode comes out, it will have been a month since I've seen him. And I am just like kind of at my wits end about the whole thing because I was like, okay, you're texting me like almost every day, but you were not making any effort like to see me like it's not like you live so far you live fucking uptown this is not a long distance relationship so I don't know why you're acting like it is and it's like to the point where I'm like not even into him anymore because I'm just irritated with the way that I don't see him at the very beginning of a relationship it's like this little teeny tiny flame and you have to cultivate it and let it grow but like I literally haven't seen him in a month and the flame kind of died like I'm really not that interested in seeing him again I'm just like annoyed about the whole thing because why the fuck like why would you even start something if you know you can't keep it up you know what I mean so I thought, you know what? Fuck it. Hail Mary. Let me just send him one more text just to see what he says here. So me and my friend Claudia, we like brainstormed. What are we going to say here? And so we came up with this. I just sent him a text that was basically like, so (laughs) am I ever going to see you again? Or should I just accept that you're off to sea? 
little bit of a joke. But also, I'm certainly not joking. I'm very serious. Am I ever going to see you again? Because if it's a no, then it's a no. But like, I don't understand what we're doing here then. This motherfucker has the audacity to respond. I'm going to read this word for word because I'm so fucking annoyed. He said, I think the real question is, do you really want to keep seeing a sailor, especially one whose heart is never on land? When I tell you I contemplated homicide, I... What? First of all, what the fuck am I supposed to say to that? Because you know what the answer is? No, not really. No, I really don't want to keep seeing someone that is never around. But like, what the fuck am I supposed to say to that? A, why are you putting this on me? Like, I have been more than clear about being free. You can't sit here and be like, well, uh, I'm just born to run. Are you cool with that or not? It's like, I've been very clear on my position of sailors, okay? This is your choice and your responsibility to decide what you want to do. And it's so annoying. But you know the thing that frustrates me the most? Uh, This attitude that I found in a lot of men, I don't want to say it's just a man thing, but like it's common in men, okay? Like in my experience, it's common. It's almost this attitude of being content with your own stagnancy. Like... This kind of lack of desire to grow or a lack of desire to be a better person today than you were yesterday. Like in this circumstance, what he said to me from the jump was like, the thing that makes my relationships fail tends to make my relationships fail is that I have a hard time prioritizing relationships over work. Like I always prioritize my work over relationship and it causes problems in my relationships. He said that to me. And guess what? It was a self-fulfilling prophecy. It's like you're being like defeatist at this point. You're literally just saying like, this is my flaw and I'm not going to do anything about it. This is what's wrong with me. This is what makes my relationships fail. And boo-hoo, too bad. I guess that's just what it is. Like, motherfucker, work on yourself. (laughs) If you know what the problem is, then fucking fix it. Oh, my God. Like, guys have said to me in the past, too, like, you deserve better than the way that I'm treating you. Okay. If you know that, then fucking treat me better. Where is the disconnect? What do you not understand? Like, why is it so hard for you to wrap your head around the fact that, like, if you know that you're failing in some area, that, like, then then just fucking do something about it. I don't understand that. Like, when I know that there is some flaw of mine, I, I don't want that to be a flaw. Like, I work on it. I try to get better because, like, Isn't that the entire point of human existence, like to be a better person today than you were yesterday? Like nobody's perfect, but like the idea is you want to get better. Like I don't understand this like this just he's okay with being that way. Okay, but like I'm not like. I don't know. I just think it's really selfish. It's like you're waiting to find somebody who will compromise on your shitty behaviors is like, okay. Like, you don't have to do any growth. You are looking for someone who accepts you at the level you're at, even though that that's like a selfish and shitty level. Like, why don't you become a better person? Why don't you be a better partner, a better, you know, friend, a better whatever? Like, why are you okay with this being a problem in your life over and over and over again? Because like, it just is so frustrating to me. Like, why don't you, why don't you want better for yourself and for the people in your life? I just like, it's like this man is 32 years old, but it's, so I worry that like, yeah, you literally can't 
teach an old dog new tricks. But at the same time, like, I just don't understand why he's okay with that. So that's my rant. I'm just like fucking so irritated right now. Like, I'm not, I don't even think I'm going to respond because I don't think I could respond in a way that's nice. And I like don't even, I don't know. Obviously, like, I'm, I'm pretty annoyed about this, but it's like because I just have experienced it over and over and over again with these men. Just this defeatist attitude of like, well, this is who I am. These are my issues. And like, I'm not going to do anything about it. Like, <laughs> okay, then I don't want to be with you. I just don't understand that attitude at all. And I know you guys don't either. Because if you're here, you probably want to live a better life and be a happier person. It's like its own weird little form of pessimism. It's just saying, like, I suck. And that's who I am. (laughs) It's like, (laughs) you suck? Okay, then literally be better. I don't... (sighs) I could go around and around and around on this, but yeah, I don't think I'm going to respond because if I were to respond, I would just be like, no, I actually don't want to see you anymore (laughs) because I don't like it definitely feels over. But it's because like, what do you want a fucking pen pal? Like, I don't understand, you know, but also there's such a part of me that's like, if you know that you like are unable to function as a person in a relationship, how about we like don't date? How about we take ourselves out of the dating pool? And I didn't like him that much. So like, it's fine. I was mostly just really attracted to him, if I'm being completely honest with myself and others. But still, like, it's annoying. (laughs) It's annoying. And then it's frustrating because dating sucks enough with the realization that you just basically have to keep starting from scratch over and over and over and over and over again and it's like hell on earth and like (laughs) uh, it's so hard not to feel like giving up or like to get jaded about the whole thing because it's like I've really never in my life before this point been at a point in my life where I know what I want and I know that I want a relationship and it's really hard to even admit that because for whatever reason you're like you're kind of conditioned, especially as a woman, you're like conditioned to like not admit that you want a relationship, like for some fucking reason, but like I do. And I'm not going to compromise on that for some fucking guy. I mean, like, it's just so annoying. But we are not going to lose hope and we are going to keep our fucking chins up because I guess I was thinking about this the other day, like, When you're looking for the one or whatever, you're looking for like a needle in a haystack, right? Like you're looking for something so specific and so unique, a person that you want to spend the rest of your life with. And that shouldn't be easy. I mean, that shouldn't be as easy as just like walking into a bar and pointing at someone and being like, it's you. (laughs) Like it should be difficult. There should be trial and error. It should be a difficult process because it's like you're looking for something really hard to find. And I try to remind myself of that when I get (laughs) frustrated like today. But that's basically my update. Like, that's what's going on with me. I don't (laughs) don't think there's anything else. I'm just like fucking so annoyed. But actually, I do feel better saying that out loud (laughs) just now. I hope you guys are doing well. A lot of you sent in really interesting topics for this week. I wrote down most of them just because I was like, this is really interesting and I want to get to this at some point. But today, 
since that was, I guess, our weekend update segment. <laughs> I wouldn't even really call that weekend update. That is like bitching with Ellie 101. But the weekend update technically segment is over and we're going to move into our next segment. Oh, but let me tell you what the frick we're talking about today. This is our flirty little spring guide episode. How to have your flirtiest little spring. Because it's coming, man. It's March. It's mid-March. And we're also going to talk about how to move on without having a new crush. Like ways to feel like you're moving on without needing to be dating again. And a little, little conversation about being the single friend with a really funny idea that my old roommate Zoe came up with that I think we should make a thing. So that's going to be the episode today. So if you're interested in that, keep listening. Got the feeling from the start You might be the guy who break my heart Hello Hello Okay, flirty little spring guide. I was going to call it the flirty girl's guide to spring, but I was like, not just girls listen to this podcast. Let's make it inclusive. It's just a flirty little spring guide. What are we going to do this spring to make it our best season yet? Um, And I came up with three things that I think that we collectively can focus on to just make it our best possible spring. It's a good season except for the allergies, you know? trees are blooming. The weather's a little nicer. Everyone has that little spring excitement because the winter was so long and bleh. Seasonal depression starts lifting. You start to wear dresses and, you know, it's a good season, especially in New York. Spring is like the best season in New York, other than the allergies. Once again, the allergies are fucking pretty bad, but I don't think they're great anywhere. So, all right. Flirty little spring guide. Three things we're going to focus on for spring. The first thing we're going to do this spring is we are going to dress for us. I feel like I get really caught up and I feel like we all do like get caught up in what the trends are and like what's cool and what's trendy. But what I really want to just do at this point in my life is wear clothes that I think are cute and that make me feel good. Like I feel like I've spent so much time trying to be like, okay, well, this is what's in right now, even if I fucking hate it. And like, I don't want to do that. So this spring, like, for example, I'm five feet tall. I have been told over and over and over and over again that midi and maxi dresses don't look good on short people. But you know what? I don't fucking care because I think they're so cute. And the only thing I want to do in my life is go around in cute little midi dresses and like little tiny heels and like just look really cute and ethereal and... And I'm going to do it. Fuck it. I'm going to do it. That is what I'm going to do this spring. I'm going to dress for me. I'm not dressing for what people, other people think is cool or, you know, what I think somebody else is going to think looks cool. Like, I'm going to dress in what I like because spring is definitely the season to, like, experiment and definitely the season to, like, feel fun and flirty and excited and extra like the going out outfits the the colors the pastels like whatever spring fit means to you like whatever you picture in your head is like this would be my absolute ideal spring day outfit fucking go for that wear it do it i feel like i'm not going to go tell you like let's buy like a whole new spring wardrobe cuz like i don't know most of us can't afford that but you know what we can't afford one perfect spring outfit. Go and and treat yourself. Splurge on your perfect spring outfit. Just like something that makes you feel good. Something that you would wear every single day if you could. That's going to be your new favorite thing in your closet that you would reach for every day, whether that's a dress or that's certain accessories or a shirt with a certain print on it or, you know, whatever that means to you, just get it because 
you should treat yourself. After such a long, hard winter and a lot of like scary and sad things, I feel like it's good to just take a deep breath and express yourself in a way that makes you happy. And don't be afraid to wear something that maybe other people will comment on. I feel like especially men get a lot of shit from their friends for like trying to wear nicer outfits or, you know, whatever it might be, something outside of the norm of what men tend to wear. But don't listen to them. Don't listen to the haters. Wear what you think is cool. Wear what makes you feel pretty. And that's our rule number one for spring. We're going to dress only for us. Second thing we're going to focus on this spring, we are going to go on flirty little walks every single day. Listen to me. We're going to do it every single day. You know why? Because the winter was miserable and we were stuck inside and now it's nice out and you're going to go on the walks. You're going to feel the wind and the sun on your face. You're going to smell the grass and the trees and the pollen and the flowers and you're going to be fucking happy, damn it. You're going to put on your flirty little walk playlist, whatever that looks like for you, and you're going to take a flirty little walk with some music or you can listen to this show if that makes you feel better. But like just Get out of the house, get your body moving, get your mind moving. It's almost like meditation for me at this point where like I end up almost giving myself therapy or something when I walk around because like focusing on just the one thing, like just focusing on like whatever song is playing, focusing on moving my body forward or going to, you know, going on a walk to somewhere that's like scenic and pretty and makes me feel good, like it always clears my head and it always makes me feel less anxious. I know that sometimes it's going to suck, but every day, even if you're just walking around the block, get out of the house, go on that flirty little walk. And I want to see you doing that. I want you to be tagging me in your flirty little walks. I want to see you posting about it. I want you to do it because I swear on my life, it's going to make you feel so much better. But, you know, take your Claritin or whatever, because the allergies are no joke (laughs) in the spring. And the third thing we're going to focus on for spring, and I would say this is the most important one. So we're going to do spring cleaning. And I don't just mean like, you know, dusting and vacuuming, although we should also do that because the more dust is in your house, the more you're going to be sneezing from allergies. (laughs) I don't know why this is like the allergy episode. I've just already started having allergies and I'm just like, God damn it, (laughs) this is going to be a long allergy season. But not just the actual physical cleaning and not just like getting rid of things in your apartment, but also just the, the, the act of like getting rid of stuff in your life that does not bring you joy, doesn't make you happy, doesn't make you feel good. And that does not just apply to physical things. That can be relationships. That can be jobs. That can be literally anything that like fucks with your vibe and does not make you happy. We're going to say cut it off. Cut it off. Get it out of here. I mean, I like to do a spring cleaning with my clothes, like go through and be like, okay, what realistically did I not wear once this year? Let me donate that. I go through it like I go through my closets and reorganize them, my pantry, get rid of old stuff and reorganize that. But I also like really look at like, I want to look at like my friendships and my family members and like, am I not my family member, but you know what I mean? Like, am I putting energy into anything that is really hurting me or is like really not making me happy or is draining me more than I'm getting something out of it and reevaluating kind of the energy I'm putting into things, especially the things that are not necessarily giving me much in return. 
So this is the time that you look at that like acquaintance that you have that all they do when you hang out, just complain and complain and complain about their life and don't ask you about yours and don't make you happy. Cut that shit off. Um, This is the time to evaluate. If your job is like literally making you miserable, like, you know, you're working too many hours and not getting paid appropriately or like, you know, it's a toxic work environment or, you know, there's something about it that's not satisfying for you. Either like actually quit your job, like walk away or find a way, figure out what would make it better for you and go after that. You know, like if you need a raise, which I mean, I'm sure you all fucking want a raise, like you deserve a raise probably. But, you know, if that's something that you want to ask for or if you want a change in your position, you know, maybe you've been taking on the responsibilities of a higher position, but also your own responsibilities, talking to your boss and just being like, listen, I'm doing this job anyway, like just promote me, you know? finding a way to make something not a drain on your life. And like with work in particular, it's difficult because quite honestly, like work is always going to suck a little bit. But I don't know. I just don't think if you have the power to change a situation, then you should exercise that power. I know a lot of us don't have the power to walk away from our work um, situations. But if you have the ability to like walk away or make it a little better, absolutely exercise that ability. And also like set boundaries in your relationships. Just make sure that like for spring, we are clearing out all the fucking debris and all the waste and all the things that like are just cluttering up our lives, like metaphorically and literally like what's cluttering up your life? Because I know that there's something when I said that just now, you thought of something. Get fucking rid of it. (laughs) Get rid of it, you know? because. Our lives are better when we just <sighs> streamline them, I guess. I mean, I'm I'm not a minimalist. Like, that is not who I am. Frankly, if I'm anything, I'm more of a maximalist. I like having a lot of shit. But another great, like, way to do spring cleaning in your own life is, like, getting rid of your own expectations in your head that, like, cause you pain (laughs) like FOMO for example like let's cut FOMO out of our lives this spring because like what are you missing you're not missing anything you I promise you're not missing anything by like going home early one night maybe you miss something but if you're fucking tired and you're miserable go home or don't go out if you don't want to go out or you know if like you know that if you stay out you're going to be with a group of people who make you feel uncomfortable go home go home. It's okay to set that boundary because like keeping FOMO as like a a huge force in your life, that is making your life less good, right? That is adding misery to your life and not adding joy. And so what are we going to do? We're going to cut it off. We're going to get rid of that shit. I'm sure you can think of a thousand examples of things where you're like, yeah, I'm over this. Like I got to get rid of this. This is not making me happy. Whatever you thought of, that's spring cleaning and we're going to get rid of it. I mean, I've done a lot of like physical spring cleaning just because I have too much shit. I got so much shit. I don't even have have nowhere to put it. I don't know why I have so much stuff or where it came from, but I have so much stuff. But I'm definitely going to be digging deep and trying to figure out, okay, what's not making me happy? What do I need to do? What do I need to cut out of my life? And that's my little guide for a flirty little spring. I just like love the idea that spring is the season of rebirth, right? It's like all the dead stuff grows again. You know, the crocuses come up and the trees have buds and the robins come back or whatever. I don't know. Oh, little baby bunnies are born. And I just like the idea. Oh, chicks. 
maybe I remember like in class, we would always like hatch chicks in the spring. Like, I just like the idea that like it's a, an opportunity to start fresh. Like in the winter, you hibernate, maybe you rot a little bit and you get rid of the things that don't matter. You shed them or whatever. And you emerge in the spring out of your chrysalis and you're a beautiful butterfly. That was a lot of metaphors, but I think you got what I was saying. I mean, as my girl Taylor Swift said in the song Innocent, today is never too late to be brand new, which is true. Like you can just decide to, you know, implement all this stuff tomorrow and live your best spring life and be like, a, you know, and maybe I'm romanticizing the season a little bit, but like, why not? You know, you only live one life. You might as well romanticize it a little bit. So yes, I'm romanticizing spring. I'm really excited to go on my little walks and wear my midi dresses and get rid of all the shit that's not making me happy. And just, you know what? Drink iced tea and be in a good mood. <laughs> If you want to tag me in your flirty little walks, you can do that or your flirty little spring outfits, whatever it is like I support you. I'm excited to see what that means for you. Um, and if you want to DM me the things that you're cutting out of your life, we can talk about them next week as well. And yes, that is my flirty little spring guide. Let's have the flirtiest little spring ever. Sip me up like lemonade. We both know it's bittersweet. Thank you to BetterHelp for supporting the show. What's the first thing you'd want to do if you had an extra hour every day? Take a nap, work on a skill. The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. I've used BetterHelp at various points in my life for different mental health support, whether it be a lifelong struggle like depression or a specific instance like grief counseling. BetterHelp has been there to offer me the tools I need. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. BetterHelp is entirely online, so it's convenient for everybody. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com LND today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot L-N-D. I think anyone who knows me is more than aware that I'm not exactly the best cook. Um, I wouldn't even call myself a cook, actually. I am somebody who basically heats things up and that means that I don't get to have a lot of super delicious meals when I'm cooking at home uh, which makes dinners and weeknights and whatever like not very fun for me but what I really really love is factor eating better is easy with factors delicious ready-to-eat meals even a girl like me who is simply not a chef is able to heat up a factor meal and have a delicious chef quality restaurant quality meal which I really appreciate and it's ready to go in in just two minutes which is also good for me as someone who's super lazy also every factor meal is a chef crafted dietitian approved and ready to go and you have over 35 different options to choose from each week including calorie smart protein plus and keto if those are things you're interested in which i'm not i just want to eat something that tastes good and if it happens to be healthy that's great and everything i've made from factor has been super super tasty and like i'm not saying i'm a picky eater but like i don't like everything and every 
everything I've had has been absolutely delicious. So head to factormeals.com slash LND50 and use code LND50 to get 50% off if this sounds like something that you would be interested in. That is code LND50 at factormeals.com slash LND50 to get 50% off. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Okay, so this was a DM that I got, and I thought it was really, really interesting. The basic topic was... How can you move on from, you know, a relationship without, you know, having a new crush? Like, how do you get over someone without getting under someone is basically the question, which I actually think is a beautiful, beautiful question because I actually think that the whole you can't get over someone unless you get under someone else thing. I think it's such a band-aid. Like, it's just not really going to fix things as much as you think that it will like it's a temporary distraction it's something that is gonna keep your mind busy for a second but it's not really going to make you feel better in the long run just because I mean it's hard not to compare it to your last relationship like it's it's actually kind of impossible to not compare it how could you not you know so I like the idea of how do we move on without doing that without having a new crush without going on you know hooking up with someone or going on dates with someone. And actually something that I really tried to do with my last breakup was just to try to create new in my life. These are things that this person I dated is never going to see or touch or know. Like there's this feeling I think when you end a relationship where like they're kind of all over everything because you've got memories of them everywhere you turn. Everything kind of reminds you of them. And it's like, it's it's difficult. Like, it's really hard to move on when you feel like everything in your life has been touched by them. So something that I did was like, okay, I bought a vanity. I bought a new piece of furniture. I set it up and I thought to myself, this is something he he's never seen. He's never seen my room look like this. I, I got new sheets. I bought new clothes. And like, that's obviously financial stuff. Like I bought new stuff to think like, he's never going to see me in this top. He's never going to sit on my bed with these sheets. He's never going to see me getting ready at this vanity. Like that is, these are things he can't touch. They're, they're not his, they're mine. They're just mine. And then also like, I tried really hard to kind of reconnect with old friends or make new friends. Like I made a really big effort to kind of be like, hey, like, would you want to get dinner or something? Or do you want to do drinks sometime? Like with people that maybe I hadn't made the effort with before, because there was a part of me that was like, okay, like this is a person that he is never going to hear me talk about. Like this is a friendship that he knows nothing about. This is a person that is new. These are memories that I'm making that are just mine. Or like, trying to reconnect with activities that you really like to do and remind yourself like how much fun you can have without that person in your life like how many wonderful things you love that have absolutely nothing to do with him or with your relationship at all 
just like creating a new memory for yourself, like almost a little bit of a new life for yourself. And I feel like that's why people get haircuts or they dye their hair or whatever. Like I know it feels like this act of like desperation, but I really think it comes from this place of like wanting to feel clean, like wanting to feel like this person this is a new thing that they've never touched. This is something that they don't know. Like, this is all me. Honestly, I respect that. I mean, that's not why I dyed my hair, but I get it. So that's re- that really helped me. I think just like the reminder of that, how much fun you can have without them is really important. Like, I went on a date with someone who it ended up being more of like a good friend. Of, like, we're like good friends now. It just like wasn't really a love connection. And we just had so much fun. like fun we just did fun things like we did karaoke we like got pizza we went to like a broadway bar like we like did all these things that were like fun and dorky and silly but were also things that i had never done with my ex and like just reminded reminded me that there's so much out there outside of the world that you two were in together because i feel like you get almost in a routine by the end of a relationship, it's like these are our spots and and this is what we our activities. These are our movies and this is, you know, what we do together. And for me, it was like paving new memories and new paths, even if it was just like taking a different route home from, you know, my therapist's office or like, you know, if it's you like walking home a different way from work or school or class, you know, just like paving a new way, a new memory that's something that is just yours because it's easy to feel that person in like every part of your life and that can actually be really frustrating and like really feel really shitty and unfair because it's like I'm doing my best to like live my life and move on and I'm reminded of this person at every turn so the more that you can create new and try new things even if it's like so small and so simple like trying sushi if you've never had sushi before just to be like this is something that I'm trying. It has nothing to do with my ex, you know? Like, I, I feel like when you're in that, like, really soon after your relationship period, the idea of trying new and doing new is so important because, you know, the further you are from that breakup, the less it's going to feel like everything reminds you of him. Everything is about this. Everything. My whole life is this breakup. But when it's like, a, you know, a month out, even two months out, like, you know what? You're allowed to like make yourself the center of the story and be like, everything in the world is about me and my breakup right now. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to do all this stuff. Like you're allowed to do that. And I feel like it actually being in that mindset helped me get out of my comfort zone a little bit because I just felt like I was in this like silly zany mood for a month where I was just like, uh, I don't know, like there is something kind of fun about being like (laughs) about like your post breakup self because you're like everything sucks. I'm having a really hard time. And there's but like you have to go on like you just like have to create new memories and like keep living your life and keep going forward even though it feels like you can't like you just have to um and I remember feeling very like almost bolder like a little more uninhibited because I was just like whatever if I do something weird right now like I'll just be like I literally just got dumped and no one can say anything so I ended up like making a lot of new friends and I I ended up trying a lot of different bars and like doing things I would have never done. Like I fucking sang in a show, like all these things that like I wouldn't have done because I was like almost 
safe. I felt very like stuck and safe in my relationship. Really being forced to be out of my comfort zone in that way. It was the right kind of distraction. Because remember I said earlier, like sometimes dating someone new can be like just a distraction and like a band-aid. I feel like that can sometimes be the wrong kind of distraction. I mean, when you're ready to go on a new date, go on a new date, you know, even if it's just so you realize like, oh, I am not ready to be in a relationship again, or I am not ready to be dating again. Um, Like definitely do it or like make out with some guy at the bar, or, like whatever. Like that's, you know, no one's going to judge you. And certainly I'm not going to judge you for what you choose to do to make yourself feel better. Like even like the partying thing, like a lot of people go through a big party phase post breakup. I get that. But I feel like that is distracting yourself in a way where the pain is just going to come back. Like you're just putting the pain on hold where when you're actively creating like a new memory and like a new pathway in your brain, I think that's a little bit more lasting and might help you feel better a little sooner. Because even getting my vanity, I got my vanity two weeks after we broke up. My friends helped me set it up. And when I sat down at that vanity for the first time, I was like, this is the first time I've done this. And this memory has nothing to do with him. And when I think about myself getting ready at this vanity, it has nothing to do with him. Like he has nothing to do with it. And there's something very healing about creating pathways in your brain and memories in your brain that are literally just yours, like that have nothing to do. Like, because I think when you're dating again, sometimes it can be a comparison game. And that's why it feels like a Band-Aid. But like, I don't know, even buying a silly little top or a pair of sunglasses or trying bubble tea or like whatever it is that is a new pathway for you. I think that it heals you a little bit quicker in the long run because you're not just moving on in one area of your life. You're not just like moving on romantically, but staying stagnant else, you know, otherwise you are like fully moving forward. You're moving forward with your heart, your soul, your entire body. Like you are becoming like kind of interestingly, like I was talking about in the beginning, you're like becoming a different, better and more interesting person than you were yesterday. And you're becoming a person that they never get to know and they never get to touch and they never get to see you. 3.0, like you, the best version of you, you know, that has nothing to fucking do with your ex. And I think that that's beautiful. And I'm really glad that somebody asked about this because, you know what, I've been meaning to talk about this for a minute now. I mean, we're going to do, I think we're, we should do a whole breakup episode because I definitely have a lot to say about breakups beyond this. But this was something that did help me move on pretty quickly because, I just actively tried to do as many different and new things as I possibly could. And I felt normal again within a month, like easily. Frankly, I was feeling better after two weeks. Like it just was what it was. Um, and of course, every relationship is different. I mean, obviously, I wasn't in that long of a relationship. So um, and also I was pretty unhappy. So <laughs> it did feel more like relief than sadness for a while there. Still, like. I think that no matter what your relationship was like, creating new, creating new, 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 that's going to make you feel clean. That's going to make you feel like so much better. So I would give that a try if I were you. And let's get into our last segment. Bad woman, bad woman. 
it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Making everyone happy on vacation isn't easy, but you know what is? Going to Aruba. All you have to do is walk out your door to find pristine pools, relaxing white sand beaches, and an island teeming with outdoor activities that'll put a smile on any face. You won't just feel great, you'll all feel great, filled with a calmer, more peaceful vibe that radiates Aruba's warmth. And the best part is, it never fades. That's the Aruba effect. Plan your family trip at aruba.com. All right, woohoo, last segment. (laughs) Kind of along the same vein as the last one, but I guess a little bit different. Let's talk about being the single friend. So a, a girl wrote into me and she's like, literally all my friends are in relationships. I'm the only single friend. What do I do? <laughs> like, how do I not feel like absolute shit? Well, first of all, I completely know that feeling. I feel like there was one point in college where seriously every single person I knew was in a relationship. And I was like, okay, <laughs> okay, I guess there's something fucking wrong with me. But there's not. There's not something wrong with you. I feel like it can probably be a little intimidating or like a little annoying because like maybe they're constantly doing couple things and you feel a little bit left out and that probably really sucks. But you know, my friend Zoe said something so funny to me. She was like, we celebrate relationship milestones so much. Like we're constantly celebrating engagement and marriage and you go on bachelorette parties and this and that. Like but you never celebrate your single friends in the same way. So her idea was that we should start having like reverse bachelorette parties where everybody is in a relationship except for you and they go out and just like try to get you laid or just celebrate you because you're single and they're not. Like (laughs) make you feel special, make you feel good. And I honestly think that sounds like a lot of fun. I think I would go to a a reverse bachelorette party why not? Why not celebrate being single? I think the important thing is, well, first of all, I really want to do the reverse bachelorette party. But second of all, there's nothing wrong with you for like being single. I think that it can really easily feel that way when you're surrounded by people in couples and you're like, should I just settle for whatever guy looks my way next? Because this is torture. But don't. Maybe though, just <laughs> maybe I would say Hopefully you are not friends with the kind of people who like when they're in a relationship, they just disappear and they just become like not a person. It's like they're not an individual person. They are a couple at all times. Hopefully that is not the kind of people you're friends with. I mean, maybe one or two of them might be. But like, I think even just trying to host girls nights when you can, you know, like have the girls over to watch The Bachelor or going out for dinner as a group, you know, just like having moments where it's not about a relationship, like it's just about being gals. That's a good thing. Or guys, you know, whoever it is, that's a good thing. Trying to do like activities with your friends. I mean, I don't know. I feel like I'm saying these things, but at the same time, I know that if it's me, I definitely feel, uh, I, I would feel really weird. Like I would feel really, really weird being the only single friend. But You can definitely turn it into like a game, I guess. If you go out with your friends and their boyfriends, be like, all right, every single couple here, 
You all have to find a guy for me. Each and every one of you, bring me a man. Let's play Bachelorette at this bar right now. Um, <laughs> I mean, why not? Be the center of attention. Like, you're the single one. You're the fun one. <laughs> you're the one that's like living life. You're free. Like, let them live vicariously through you. Have some fun with it. Like, honestly, the grass is always greener. I feel like I mean, I don't know. When I was in a relationship, I didn't necessarily want to be single. But there are things about being single that are genuinely more fun. And being out at a bar when you're single is one of them because there's that little bit of anticipation of like, what if I meet the love of my life tonight? I'm like, will you? Well, maybe not. But could you? Yeah, you totally could. Like, why not? Tonight could be the night you meet the love of your life. And there's something really like exciting and fun about that. Whereas when you're in a relationship, it's like, yeah, I'm going to go out. I'm going to have a couple drinks, hang out with the gals, maybe dance a little. And then I'm going to go home to my boyfriend, like as I always do, which is fun. It's fun in its own way. I don't want to talk down on relationships because they are great. But I feel like, again, like the grass is always greener. I'm sure that they there's a part of them that's like jealous of what you have because you have that freedom and you have that ability to just kind of do whatever you want. So just keeping that in mind and keeping that in perspective and just knowing that like no one's looking down on you or thinking that you're weird or gross or like ugly or like whatever for not being in a relationship because being in a relationship is not the be all end all thing. Like especially when you're young, especially when you're not, I mean, I'm sure it's really fucking hard when like everyone's married and has babies and you're not, but like, I don't know, we're, we're young and like, you don't need to be in a relationship right now. And if you feel self-conscious around your friends with, you know, just because they're all in relationships and you're not, just remember that. But yeah, I feel like give yourself that main character energy and because you are, you are literally the main character. If this was a movie, they would all be the side characters and you would be the main character who's going to have a meet cute and like fall in love with their high power job or whatever. Like you're the main character if all your friends are in relationships. So like don't feel self-conscious about that. Embrace it. Enjoy it dress however the fuck you dress extra be fun like do make everyone do shots and like and just like enjoy that singleness because i'm i know that sometimes it's difficult when you're like especially when i'm drunk sometimes i see people holding hands and i'm like oh i'm gonna um <clears throat> i'm gonna go home and drink some bleach that just that just ruined my evening but it can also just be so fun and I feel like one day when you are in a committed relationship, you're going to look back on that time in your life when you were like young and single and silly and like running around and just doing whatever you want. And you're going to be glad that you had that experience because being single is really good for you. You learn the most about yourself when you're single. I mean, you learn a lot about yourself when you're in a relationship for sure. But I feel like learning how to be on your own and be content with that and be satisfied with that, even when it's hard sometimes, that's going to give you the biggest character development and just going to make you the best version of yourself. I mean, I feel like that's kind of what this entire episode is about, right? And yeah, like, I don't know. I wouldn't, I would try to remind yourself that you're doing fine and like you don't need to worry about being in a relationship just because all your friends are. I feel like being the single friend is good for you. It's good for all of us. I feel like we all have been the single friend from time to time and it's good. I mean, I'm kind of the single friend right now. A lot of my friends are in relationships and it's fun. Like, I feel good about it because, again, I get to be the fucking main character every time we go out. <laughs> I know they're not looking for anybody, so I get to be the person and that's fun. Plus, I love my friends' boyfriends. Like, 
they're really, really good guys. So it's fun like having them around. Oh, plus when all your friends are in relationships, that means their boyfriends have friends and you get to flirt with them. And that's really fun. (laughs) Sorry if that's reductive. I just like, I don't know. I, I find more pros about being single often than than being in a relationship, especially when you're young. I mean, I think relationships are great and obviously we all want love. I just think you become the best version of yourself when you like are cool with being single. And that is what this whole episode is about. It's about being the best version of yourself. And it's about how we're going to enjoy this flirty fucking spring. (laughs) And we're going to move on from our exes and we're going to have fun being single. And it's just going to be a great fucking season you guys it really is i i feel it in the air i have the vibe the moon is conjunct with the other planets and there's something in the air okay something shifted and shit is about to get really good i just i feel it so our song of the week this week is a song that was on my breakup playlist and I just think really works for the episode, especially what I was talking about in the second segment about how to move on without having a new crush. And the song is Clean by Hey Violet. Basically, she's just talking about how she gets out of this relationship and and she feels so clean that it's like that person was never even there. And yeah, we need that. That's what we want. That's what we're looking for. Oh, and I'm making a playlist of all these things, so I'll share that as soon as there's more than like five songs on it um so we can listen to our songs our songs of the week and yeah i think that's about it for our episode this week if you enjoyed it feel free to subscribe feel free to send any and all questions to my dms i'm still working on getting a voicemail line set up but yeah love to see your dms love to read what you want to talk about if you like taylor swift you can listen to my podcast with spotify um called taylor talk it's also a live show every monday at 7 p.m eastern time it's a lot of fun there's a chat we hang out um you can join my discord server the link to that is on my instagram and yeah there's that's i think all the business um (laughs) i hope that you guys are gonna have an amazing week you deserve that I don't know. I just have really good vibes for us this week. So um, make sure you tag me in your flirty little walks because I'll be so proud of you and I'll hype you up. And yeah, I love you so much. I hope that you're okay. I hope that you're just doing really great. Um, But if you're not, I wish I could give you a big hug. I love you so, 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 so much. And as always, have a good day. Have a good night wherever you are, whatever you're doing. I hope it's a good one. I will catch you on the next one. You've worked hard for what you have, your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com aware. Terms apply.